Good morning. It's a windy one and a rainy one. I might blow away at one point, but I'm still here doing the live video. It's actually stopped raining a little bit ish. So, on our way to morning sessions, Pilates, bar, high intensity, quiz morning, magic workout, where I where it depends how many push-ups you do just depends on how many riddles you can solve simple as that all good fun morning julia so self-sabotage i want to talk about today we had um a live q a yesterday with dr adam bibby who comes in and is a researcher and lecturer at oxford brooks and he comes in and does q a's every few weeks for us we also have other guests we've got someone coming in and food intolerance is actually in a few weeks and they'll also be on the podcast so look out for that one Anyway, so what actually is self-sabotage and why do we do it? Well, self-sabotage, can we can often use that and label it, but some would argue it doesn't actually exist because everything we do, we do because we value that behavior more than the opposite. So if we decide to eat when we're not hungry, we just value it more. We put more value on the instant gratification. That's okay at that time. That's just the way it is. If we put off the exercise because we, we value more time in bed, that's fine at that time too. Sometimes we have to look at what we value. Now, there's many reasons why we self-sabotage. I know I'm pitch black at the moment. It could be uh, pressure from friends, family. It could that you feel the need to eat a certain way around certain people. It could be that you, you feel you always prioritize everyone else and work and then you put yourself down for not doing anything. It could be that you self-sabotage or feel like you do because you set the expectation that you need to do an hour's exercise for it to be worthwhile, that you need to do, that you need to eat perfectly for it to be kind of worthwhile when actually this all or nothing mindset might actually be the cause of the self-sabotage. So there's lots of reasons why we do it. So I just want to speak about a few ways that you can change your physiology, change your energy and kickstart the way you feel and use this as an opportunity. So when you find that trigger, when you get that trigger of self-sabotage, you can put these into place. So, number one, the fastest way to change the way you feel is to change your physiology. And this is to get out of that all or nothing state and actually just to do something. No matter how small it is with regards to moving. You know, we all say things like, oh, sleep on it. Just go for a walk, see how you feel then, you know, when we're speaking to people. And when you actually think why we say that, it's because it changes your physiology. It changes your hormones, the way you feel. Despite the rain and weather, I always feel better when I walk to our morning sessions if I don't get blown away. And the thing is with this is that sometimes we're in a state where we think that, like I said, that we need to do an hour of exercise to be worthwhile. We need to do a certain intensity. But actually, when you just do something, it's not the significance of what you do. It's the significance that you do something because then it makes it so, so much easier to keep the momentum going. And I'll use an example yesterday. I picked up the girls' daughters from nursery and then I usually do a little workout while looking after them before dinner and we mess around, we have a bit of a laugh. Um, they kind of get involved a bit and it, and it becomes a bit of a activity actually. And they were starving though when they came back yesterday. They were just wanted food and I was thinking, I'm a little bit hungry actually. We'll make dinner and then I'll work out afterwards. But the thing is, the thing is, we try to work out afterwards and I'm like, oh, I'm now really full up. Da, 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 da. So then I, then I just decided, right, I'm gonna do one set 
and see how I get on. So I did one set, then we just went and got girls ready for bed a bit, then I did two sets afterwards. Then I did another set before our, our evening workouts. Did another set when we come home. And all of a sudden I've got five sets in over a time where I could have very easily done none because I thought I had to do it all at once or it wasn't perfect time. The difference is today, I then feel ready to actually do a, a normal workout because I've got that, got that in place. Now, number two is the way you talk to yourself. Really be aware of this because sometimes we're not. I'm rubbish, I'm lazy, I can't do it, my life's a mess, it's too hectic, my head's going to explode. We say all these things, but when you actually look into them, when you actually question them and ask, are they actually 100% true? They're nearly always not. And you've got to consider that, you know, I speak to lots of people every day about these situations, and people will say things like, oh, I'm just too lazy, I have no willpower. But when you ask the question, okay, is that true? Where are you using your willpower in the day? They get a lot done. Morning, Mitch, they get a hell of a lot done. There's no way they're lazy. There's no way they have no willpower. It's just where it's distributed and how they're setting themselves up for that willpower to, for that willpower to almost be empty by the time they make the choice of food. And I can come into the physiological side of this in, now in terms of food. Like, are you eating enough in the day? Because we can fall into the cycle where we... We feel like we self-sabotage, but we feel out of control because we we kind of try and under or make up for a day or an evening of bad eating, so so-called. So say we have an evening of bad eating in the morning, we're like, right, I'll skip this breakfast, I'll have the lightest lunch ever. But then by the afternoon, we're starving again, and then we repeat that cycle. Whereas actually sometimes we need a little bit of balance to our meals, but that's another conversation and and going into a bit more that way. Now, the third thing with self-sabotage, they did a study um, over 18 months, so it's quite a while, and they looked at when they put people on certain diets or fitness programs and weight loss programs, they found that people were a lot more adherent and lost about double the weight over the 18 months and showed kind of signs of keeping it off too. When, one, they had the support in place, so, you know, darker mornings, colder, it gets easier just to go, you know what, sod it. But if someone's like, where are you? Or you've booked in for a certain place at a certain time where you know that we only have a, a small number of sessions, you know, things like that, do you make it, make it up? It's like, oh, I've got to attend because I've booked into it. I can't cancel now because what about if, you know, someone else would want my place? Or Matt would be like, where are you? Or there's 24 hours notice before I cancel? Or... I've paid for it, you know, things like that really help people motivate, in, in the least in the short term. Now, when you then look at the angle of what, why they succeeded, it was also that they had a self-monitoring technique. So something we use in our Kickstart program is food, fitness and focus. So we have three habits that you stick to each day. It can be as small or as big as you want them. It's, we go over that in the one-to-one. -one. And these can range from only sitting down when you eat, tracking calories, in this study, it was tracking calories. They wrote or writing down what you eat before you eat it. Why do you think I say before you eat it? Yeah. Just to trigger it. It could be that you plan your snacks out. It could be that you only track calories of the food you eat after your evening meal. All of a sudden, you become a bit more aware of what you're doing. And all of a sudden, like one of the ladies found who did that, she was like, wow, you know what? I used to eat like 600 calories on an evening and not really enjoy it. Little did I know, I could have just had carbs at my lunch and felt really satisfied. Imagine that. 
So, I hope that helps. Be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up for every mistake you make. You wouldn't beat, beat your friend up for that, I hope. And just know that momentum is key. It's not going to be an overnight thing. Small steps, day by day, 1% better each day. Don't overwhelm yourself. Hope that helps. We are off for our sessions. I've gone past spec savers today. That's normally my, my cue to wrap it up. I got a bit carried away. So we're nearly there now. I just about got here without being blown over. And I'm stayed relatively dry. So I'd say that's a success. Anyway, if you want more information about our 28-day kickstart, our last start date is the 5th of October for October. Then it won't be till November. So, any more questions, let me know. And have a lovely day. Okay, speak soon.